0: Hey, welcome to the Instant Match reaction Norwich City nil, Liverpool 3. I'm Paul Machen. Chris Pajak joins me, smiling. Chrissy P. Um Lovely. Just a lovely game of football from Liverpool, pretty much from start to finish.
1: Yeah, it was. It, it was just, it was so professional, wasn't it? It's just, you went about your business. You, you knew it was going to be a tough first 10, 15, 20 minutes or so because of the crowd, because they're back in the Premier League, because of everything that surrounded it, pandemic, all that shite and you know it's going to be hard so you've got James Milner in there you've got leaders you've got you've, you've got Virgil van Dijk back and we just clawed our way into the game first 15 20 minutes and then from there it was playing sailing for us wasn't it yeah no
0: absolutely it was it was you know we've been talking pre-match about how this notion that last season just didn't happen you know like you could just go well there were no lingering after Season's effects up. exactly low lingering after effects because Virgil's back and Gomez is back, and Matip's back, and et cetera. And go go through the the extensive list of people who, who, who might not have been back through the injuries and what have you. Yeah. But you know, you don't know that that me adds up to them being back to playing the way that they were playing prior to all of that. And, and it's worth reminding. I, I, I we get we forget because of that catastrophic January February, in particular. Like I. I I I stood by this all season long, and I sounded increasingly stupid saying it to the point where I had to kind of stop saying it. Was that I was I was convinced we were going to walk the league last season because of the the way we started. You know, we got into that December period even without Virgil and and Joe, and we must just about clinging together, and with Fabinho at the back and all that. We still had just about enough. I thought we'd be I'd be all right, and then obviously everything that went wrong went wrong. Went wrong. I just it feels like we're and it's early. But it feels like this is just like this team just went like they woke like like in Dallas where they just like, it was all a dream like just the, the guy who's died it's they've it, it just woken up and is the guy who died he's in the shower and everything's fine that's that's what today felt like like this team hasn't skipped the beat like it hasn't been through hell
1: no and for me the the guy that sort of makes me think that is Robertson was missing today. And he should have been a big miss. Mm-hmm. But this team now is so used to players going down around them that they can sort of get by. Yeah. And Costas comes in and puts in a great performance first half. And it really was a, a very, very good performance first half. And it was a good performance all told. Tired, of course. We'll discuss that, I'm sure. But, you know, when you got Virgil, you got Matip, there just seemed to be an assuredness running throughout the side yeah. that there was no need to panic at any point during the game. And the the, the midfield played really well. And it's not going to be a midfield performance that you think about because there was no goals or assists from the middle of the park. Mm-hmm. But they made sure that everyone else could do their job and they did their jobs individually. And that's brilliant, mate. That's yeah. what you need from midfield. You shouldn't notice Liverpool's midfield. When we're winning the league, you don't notice
0: Liverpool's midfield. The thing is, what in, in doing what you said there is spot on. But actually, what, what it, the, the shimaka stuff, it's like we, we've overlooked the fact that Liverpool bought a man last season to in case Andy Robertson got injured yeah. and they bought a lad who, who possessed a lot of his skills so that we didn't have to like shoe on a, a, a midfielder corner taker as well by the way but quite possibly yeah yeah absolutely and Bob was a good corner taker yeah. he, he, uh, but his crossing was brilliant today You're right. he, he was doing all the right things getting into all the right positions and I've been I've been so impressed by him in pre-season and I thought he carried that on and this is the point is that this is where we talk about look, people who've been critical of the transfers and blah 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 and I know this the the, the like a new sign I think because Iron but he is you know he's he barely he him last year the, exactly he's barely kicked the ball and I know that that because that didn't happen it means people haven't developed an effect people don't know anything about Chimikas at all they don't even consider him and most people would have just gone well I didn't play there we go he's just someone he's I, I'd make yeah he's crap and I'll just make money off him you know we'll sell him on and, and do whatever and get a new one in and then blood them in for, for 6 months and take take he's that's credit to Liverpool's to, to to way Liverpool have managed to spend more £13 million on him. You know, when we when we were really struggling to get the money together in COVID to buy the players that we needed to do, we spent that and it looked stupid at the time, but it doesn't look stupid now because we've got a lad who, who allowed us to play our way of football. Yeah,
1: oh, and look, this it's why Nico Williams is probably right now still at the football club, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's it's why why we have constant talks about Joe Gomez being a right back because we know he can do the job, but he can't do the job if You know what I mean? Yeah. He's he the, job play, the same. He can play a, a defender, right? Yeah, but he's not what Trent will be. Costas has got the same, he might not be at the level that Andy Robertson's at but he's the same type of player. You're going to get exactly the same type of game out of him. Yeah. It's why I'd rather see a Nico Williams there than maybe a Joe Gomez, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Yeah. And now people might question whether he's good enough. But yeah, I understand that. I understand those questions and those worries about whether he's good enough and maybe the right temperaments and stuff like know, that. Uh, yeah, but does <laughs> ma- it does matter. He's he's a better
0: fit for what this team needs, Nico, <laughs> than Joe Gomez is at right back, yeah. for example. So you're right, because like I remember... I think, does Gomez play... This Gomez play right back in the new camp he might do, but it, the point is we used to play Gomez in those in those big games, and it was because the idea was you come up against a certain type of opposition where you needed a more solid right back, and then a, and you need a Trent for for different types of games, and then there became a point that Trent was so good that you could him out. You need him for every. It wasn't the type of game that you didn't need Trent for because he's so good. But we've had it where James Milner's is, is effectively been our backup fullback for both sides now for a couple of years, and he does a sterling job there. But he doesn't he, he hasn't got the he hasn't got the pace, he's right footed. So he can play left back, but he has to fundamentally change how we how we play. Costa he's Shimmer-Cast, not going to are
1: on Mane either. No no no. Costa
0: Simekas just has come in and just done it. And it reminded me of when Jota started coming into the side last season, where he's not as good as Mane, Firmino or Salah. He's not. He's just not. They're all The three of those are all world-class in their own different ways. But what he is, is he's good enough to be in that conversation. Mm-hmm. He's good enough that you can take any one of them lads out at any given week and he can start in place of any one of those lads. And moreover, what we had, I, it was, I think it was when he scored his first goal, I can't even remember the game last season, but he comes in and we, I think he comes in for Mane with like 20 minutes or something left to go. It might be Arsenal and he just he, we just carry on there's no drop in quality. It's not like we have to change formation or change style on something and every all of a sudden those passing movements that have been working really well for 70 minutes have to completely change we Just carry on doing the same thing, and that's exactly what cost us. Isn't you You made the point about him, he does tire. He can't mentioned it in his post match. He said it like he played didn't really he well for 80 and then said it's like he got unplugged. <laughs> and I agree, completely agree with that. He, uh, he just but then looked... the mistakes started to come in as well, didn't they? Yeah. Because he was tired, but but the point is, is that yeah, it, it look, it is what it is, isn't it? He's hasn't does it... played footy for a year and a half, yeah. There's <laughs> a different, but it goes to show, doesn't it? There's a different level to do Andy Robertson's job, you've got to be superhuman. There's levels, there's Levels to, to pre-seasons, levels to training, but there's nothing quite like playing competitive football to show it. Because he's had to switch on at all levels, new environments, and it sounds daft, but one thing: if you ever if you had this recently, where you've gone back into a bigger environment, you know, haven't been sheltered for a year and a half. I had this when we went back to the Palace game, last game of the season, and I was exhausted for it, even though we were actually quite removed from a lot of the noise. Because just being around a lot, a lot of noise and all that is well more draining when you've not had. It sounds a stupid thing, but the point is, is the cost us. This was this was effectively for me. It's almost like his debut in a massive, a massive, massive situation with loads of pressure on. And I thought he, I just genuinely thought he excelled. Um, yeah, the right, the midfield, I thought was fine. I thought Nabi Kate had a good game. Ox was probably the, the the least of them, but again, we didn't have a defensive midfielder on the pitch. I thought for a team that didn't have a DM on the pitch for what, sixty minutes, seventy minutes, or whatever. Sixty-one, I think they yes, came on. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they showed no, they showed no real signs of that, which is a testament to the the graft that those three lads are putting in there. The front three, I mean, but those that um,
1: I can't remember who was on at the time, but I think it, I think it might have been Ox. No, I think it was Nabby Keita You mentioned it in commentary I mentioned it on the player ratings We pushed up We started pressing a little bit higher When Fabinho comes on the pitch That's really noticeable yeah. and That's when we saw more Of what we're going to see I think moving forwards. I think they did play Within themselves a little bit Because they knew They had James Milner behind them So they weren't You know I, I, I used to you know, They had to curb their enthusiasm To go forwards mm-hmm. But I think we started To see Keita Getting a little bit further forward Putting a little bit more Pressure on Norwich And I think it was a subtle Tactical tweak as well By, by Jürgen To make sure that Billy Gill more didn't have the ball as much yeah. make sure it's harder for them to play it out because they were doing it quite well Norwich at times mm-hmm. so it was quite a professional performance I mentioned that earlier on and it was really important that those lads got the, the game by the scruff of the neck in the second half, certainly when it's one nil and you don't want the cards to then come back into the game. Yeah. That's a really dangerous point point at one nil, you know, away from home. I think, game of the season. I
0: think you're right. I think it was it was tan- it was more tangibly obvious when Fabinho come on, but it was a clear shift in the second half in general that they just started they, they were prepared for that. The game plan was to go and put it on Norwich's toes a little bit more and make them you know just again we said this this is this it's like we've just jumped back to the title winning season that's how we played these games. No rush, no fuss. 90 minutes. 90 minutes. So don't, don't go and empty the tank in the first 45, that's which that's is what we used to do. in seven, <laughs> Yeah. <okay. laughs> yeah. But that's what we used to do. If you remember, in sixteen, seventeen, and seventeen, eighteen, we did. And we would collapse in the last 10 minutes. I mean, Man City, I think we beat them 3-2, didn't we, in the league, uh, or maybe more. But they, they scored a couple of late goals in that because we were just done. We were just, we'd, we'd given everything to that match. The last two seasons, I mean, and the best parts of last season, we didn't really, really do that anymore because this side actually knows how to control itself. It, it's got a great understanding of how long a football matches and how to compose itself through it. Use the word professional. Um, I, what I liked about the what I liked about the the front three and four, really, you know, obviously including Jota, was that professional temperament. Maybe it's a bit more playful than normal, but also it reminded me of peak Barcelona of You know, when you saw Messi, Neymar and Suarez and they were just setting each other up because they were taking the piss. Because they're so good, and there's no like I have to be the one to go and do it. There's that trust of I'm going to let you in because I know it's gonna, it's going to come back to me. Manet fell foul a little bit of that because mm. um, they, but they tried everything in the in the, everything in their power to try and get a Mo basically missed the, gave up a one on one to try and play Mane in um, and all this talk about us being you know I've had these comments for the last couple of weeks. It's like, are you worried about Liverpool's finishing? Because they've been missing chances in preseason, and a, a couple of people have just replied, "No, <laughs> I'm not gauging anymore on that. No, and, and, and okay, it's Norwich. So we'll play better. We'll play better teams, but it feels like we've got four really good lads to play in yeah, three at, really good positions.
1: I, I I look at some of the interplay that we had at times during that game. You know, the 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 one for Bobby Firmino's goal, the play to lead up to that is absolutely super. That cuts any team apart. It's massive. It's Norwich.
0: Yeah,
1: and I think. You know, for me, the difference between someone at the bottom of the league and someone at the top is 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 massive, but the difference between some of the bottom of the league and some of mid table sides, it's not that much. Mm-hmm. There's not that much difference between them. It's the world class players in the in the in the bigger teams that you've got to worry about. They're the ones that can hit you at any point. That's what Liverpool can do to any side in the league. If Liverpool play that sort of a movement, Mani normally maybe finishes it off. No, no one stopping that because that's just the game state. That's where the all the players are well trained. They know where they're supposed to be. And Salah's run does that to any team. Salah's run does that to Diaz. You know what I mean? And it's going to free up money. so for me yes you've got to temper it with it is Norwich but it's still a good performance you can only beat who's in front of you Liverpool worked their way into that game and deserved the 3-0 win
0: You said it pretty much as well the other two newly promoted sides win home games their crowds Get everything got got all, all kinds of stuff going for them. We've seen it, like Man United under pressure against Leeds, and they're absolutely flourishing in front of a crowd. And I had a little moment where I was thinking, and I've been saying this in the build up to this week of like that that's a big thing to play into their hands, and the game it goes back to this this professional thing. And, and the good thing is we scored three goals, and we maybe could have scored more, which is the good thing. Which is the good thing. shots. Yeah, exactly. Which is the good thing about it because professional can sometimes just be a one 0 win, and that this side got very good at winning go games one nil when we won the title. Um, but we we were professional, but also entertained at the same time, which is the best. Which is the best of both worlds. I'm not asked about the entertaining thing. I know some people are because they need it. I just need us to win. Three points I just need us to, to win games and that the fact that there was a real potential banana peel there with all the things going on around the footy you know again particularly the return to fans we made a point of having the, 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 the sound on a little bit on the game which we never we never had to do well we've been doing the longs before and you could hear it you could hear key moments in the game where their crowd are like on it and you go God it, it, it realises you mentioned game state before That's that's a situation that needs to be handled but of course it's muscle memory for this Liverpool team you know, I talked about on one of the on the on the fan reaction show earlier. People rate Man City as the favourites of the league because they're full of world class players and they've done it. Well, Liverpool the same and look and, and Chelsea haven't won the Champions League will be in that contention as well. But there'll be loads of teams who start really brightly in the season and everyone will get totally lost in them. Um but most the of, them will, of the year yeah. Aston
1: the villa last year, classic example. Title races are
0: always between two teams. There's never really a three to, in title race. And whenever you think it is, when you go back and look at it, you're probably remembering something from January or February, which doesn't count as a title race. <laughs> I, will die, I will die on this hill. Title races, you're not in a title race unless you can win the title from in the last 10 games of the season, is my is my take. So this all happened, but Liverpool have got, they, again, they've got it to fall back. And there's nothing, this, this side isn't lacking. There's nothing this squad actually lacks, you know, or, or sides. You know, we've got... If we had another injury crisis, that's not not withstanding, but they've done it, they're full of winners, and this was just a, a sign. We won't even be talking about this game in a, in a few weeks' time, and we've just no. won 3-0 really. No. I think... Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd
1: shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new custom spray 5 and one gives you control with five different spray patterns Going back, going back to the sort of top of this point, you saw talking about the front three, front four even. I think there was something where I think they all wanted to score. I think that was why they wanted Mane to get a goal. Yeah. So that they could come off and go, Firmino, Jota, Salah and Mane all get a goal. Yeah. I think that would have been nice for them. And I also think, and I don't know whether I'm right to say this, because it says something about Salah that maybe I don't agree with 100%. But I think there might have been a point last season where he was trying to win that golden boot mm-hmm. because that's all that was there to play for. Yeah. And I just wonder whether he's thinking, if we fucking win the league, I'm winning the golden boot anyway. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get, like gonna get a goal again. Thing, there's, there's more important things than the golden boot. Yeah. And at this stage of the season, when everything's to play for, getting a fucking big win under your belt is much better for you. And there's plenty of other games. And what you give, you get back in this side. Yeah. And I think that's something that Salah's always known. I'm not saying he's greedy. Like I'm not. Me- I'm not meaning to point the finger at Salah and say that's all he's out for. It's not. No. But the Premier League is bigger fucking win than a Golden Boot. And right now we're playing for the Premier League.
0: Yeah, and, that, and and that's the thing. Because when people talk about Liverpool's wastefulness in front of goal, look, they don't. I mean, Salah is this, but he, but I, we, we always seem doesn't to think he's like not it. exactly. He doesn't look like Torres or Owen or Fowler or you mentioned Omri or Van Nistelrooy or Shearer or whatever. But he is. But he actually is, in terms of his output. Better than a lot of them. Yeah, better than most of them. Um, But the thing is, is the way Liverpool play, and this was something that you'll never you'll never to put your, truly measure, but it was something that was lost. In fact, there was a chart put, someone put out today about like, the effect of fans, and it was the points per game of with fans and without fans. And Liverpool, the, the negative swing was the biggest of all the big teams in the Premier League, obviously. Because the way Liverpool play is as a team, and they crush the life area. They build up, and they build up, and they build up, and they, and, they, and they build this atmosphere in the football match and in the stadium, and they silence the crowd, and their crowd goes quiet, and what happens? Our crowd comes up the other side in a way's and in Anfield, our noise just gets louder and louder and louder and louder. And it means that a missed chance isn't a negative, you're just putting the shits up the opponents more. Whereas in no fans' football, a missed chance is seen as a positive, particularly if you're playing park the bus footy. You actually get it, it's actually something that gets in your own head much it's more involved than your corners, exactly. defensive side. Whereas so, and the way they played today felt like they were totally brought back into who they are, what they are, and the environment in which they best arrive in football. That I'm not. I, I might not have scored this, but my chance. We, we create loads of chances, so it's be fine. The confidence you can see, it. and I saw, I saw another great tweet about all this. I don't like. I don't like addressing the negativity too much because look, I think we have to hold ourselves to at, at the highest esteem that we possibly can and set an example. I don't feel the negativity, so I see no reason to to. You know, to I mean, to like to pretend I feel it just for the sake of placating some people's feelings or whatever at times. But like, Jurgen Klopp's fucking made up with this team. He doesn't. He, people th- always think he's got to try to think he's got a hidden agenda. He's just not that kind of he guy. Wears his, heart his Exactly. You know, if he's if he's fuming, so he's talking about how good when he talks about how good the squad is. It's because he believes it. When he talks about the, how good the players are and he talks about all these things, he genuinely. When he talks about the the health and the good of football in general. If people go, oh, he's put in Liverpool fit. He's not. He genuinely gives a shit about the health of football and the good of general football. Like I said, it's just the person he is. He's sad. He's made up. The people who, you know, we, we're made, there's meant to be some sort of mad crisis or problem, and there just isn't. It's just, it's just a, fa- it's a fabrication. And 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 um and that's what you look at the players. And you know, look at the players on the pitch and look how happy they are and look how good the football are playing. Look how happy the managers and look at them fans in the stands today. The away fans who've been, who've been who have had, had it hardest I said this before. If you cause some people the away away are, are their Liverpool life, and they haven't had even they have come nowhere near that for it, for the best part of two years. Just boss, just boss. I, I'm very I this I was I was confident anyway, and that was just the most assured way for them to 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 pay back that or to demonstrate my confidence. Um, the next, three games, the next couple of games before the international break is going to be fascinating. Yeah, I and well, can't, and well I can't for wait
1: for it, mate. I sat,
0: you're already almost looking ahead to that Chelsea game, thinking, all oh, right, OK. I'm excited for Burnley because... Because everyone thinks it's going to be a nightmare because they really gave us problems last season. But also, I think we figured that out. I think we, I think we cracked that. How you beat low block sides, low key, without people getting onto it because we were too busy with Allison headers and and all that kind of stuff. I think we got, I think we've got a handle on that. I don't think, Bear, I, I think we've had Burnley, for, we had Burnley for years prior to that, which is forgotten. Um, I'm excited for Burnley first and foremost, because I think we'll do... I'll we'll do to be... Yeah, which yeah, most importantly, but yeah, I'm going to be back in my seat. Um, downfield's going to be full. We're going to potentially have Henderson and Thiago to add into the mix to that team. Fabinho fully fit, Firmino fully fit, Virgil even fitter. <laughs> Lovely. All the best. Premier League. Lovely All the best. Right. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us for the instant match reaction. That was absolutely lovely. Um, oh, yeah. We mentioned it actually the, the records that were set. Mo Salah, first player to score in the first match of five successive Premier League seasons unreal and uh, from Emma Sanders said this Mohamed Salah on 98 goals has moved outright second in the leading Premier League scorers from Africa 6 behind Didier Drogba's record of 104 well that's getting smashed this season there you go um, yeah we'll be back plenty more Please. from us
1: I couldn't go through a dry spell like yeah. I 7 in a C yeah, 5 in a season or
0: something yeah um, the final word show is Monday morning if you're a YouTube member a cult hero or a wonder kid then that is a bonus show for you guys streaming live to YouTube other than that all of our content everybody's the content that we make and all the extra bonus shows and documentaries, features, interviews, streams on the RedMentv.com. If you like what we do, if you like Liverpool content, you want a Liverpool streaming service, we've got you covered with that. Uh, or if you just want to support Redmen TV, some really easy ways. YouTube's a very easy way to do it, of course, but the best way to do that is to sign up to the RedMentv.com because it's ours. We own the platform and it means YouTube don't rinse us, which is great. Um, anyway, we'll be back. Hope to see you all there. Have a wonderful evening. Enjoy Match of the Day. Yeah. Uh, And we'll be back in the week. Nice. Hey everyone, our brand new book has landed. Hendo, 10 Years a Red premium collector's edition the definitive Jordan Henderson collection in A4 size 200 pages full colour incredible insight in-depth knowledge and the stories of his rise from a young boy in Sunderland all the way through their academy to the Premier League taking the captain's armband becoming the captain and leading Liverpool to be champions of everything and beyond as well it's got his greatest moments, season on season some incredible unique phenomenal custom artwork from some of the best Liverpool artists on the scene incredible high definition photos of his best moments as well it is an incredible Jordan Henderson collection and it fits right in your hands just about it is a behemoth of a book it is incredible and it is available right now you can get it and you can learn more about the Liverpool skipper from the people who are closest to him on that journey friends family coaches players and managers yes it is 10 Years of Red, and it is available right now on redmenmerch.com. Get involved. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes,
1: flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust Oleum's new Custom Spray 5 in 1 gives you control with five different spray patterns, so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves